Welcome to the Inspiration Show podcast with your host, Natalie Ledwell. If you'd like to tune into the Inspiration Show TV channel and watch all of the episodes, as well as receive six pre-made mind movies valued at $234, please go to www.theinspirationshow.tv. Today on the show, I'm speaking with Carol Kershaw and Bill Wade, who've written a book called Brain Change Therapy. They talk about brain plasticity and neural pathways in the brain and how that relates to all your transformational work and with mind movies. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell, and this is The Inspiration Show, and today my special guests are Carol Kershaw and Bill Wade. Hi, guys. How are you? Hi. Very well. How are you doing? Great. Thank you. Um, now, these two are very uh, amazing people have sent me a book um, that was absolutely blew my mind about brain plasticity and, and, and brain change therapy that I thought that this information has to be shared because it really is kind of like the scientific uh, reasoning behind things like how why meditation and EFT and and mind movies and things like that work. So what we might do uh, first of all, guys, is just start with uh, who you are and what your background is. Okay. Well, I'm a clinical psychologist, and um, Bill and I have been in practice together for more years than I want to tell you. <laughs> and, um, you know, and we run also an institute called the Milton Erickson Institute, which is a clinical hypnosis training institute. In addition, we have a biofeedback and neurofeedback clinic. Right. And I'm a licensed professional counselor, licensed marriage and family therapist, uh, and do supervision and training along with Carol. Wonderful. Uh, on a variety of topics as well as our book. Okay. Now, your book details a lot of research that you did into brain plasticity. What is brain plasticity? Well, neuroplasticity has to do with the fact that the brain is not formed and fixed like we used to think it was. Right. That all sorts of things from talking, meditation, to other external influences and internal influences actually change the way the brain functions and also changes neuro, uh, or the neurology of the brain. And so the brain is not fixed, and it continues to grow and change throughout a person's life. Right, right. The exciting thing is we've discovered that every person has the capacity to control their uh, physical system. So you can raise and lower your body temperature, your blood pressure, but, but the, the main thing we're wanting to focus on and have in our book is the idea that your mental state really precedes everything. Right, it precedes right. your perspective, your attitudes, your emotions, your behavior. So if you can shift your mental state, you can accomplish what you set your mind on. Right. So when we talk about mental state, are we talking about, you know, um, a different programming, a different opinions, all the things that we sort of gathered in our lifetime? We're actually talking about a chemical and electrical activity at the brain level um, that, that uh, you know, sometimes we could call that a certain focus of attention. So you could either be in a relaxed state of focused attention or very narrow focused attention. And then you have out of that certain emotional states. And, yes, your past 
habituated emotional states that we probably learned in our families of origin uh, is where we've developed certain patterns of thinking that get us both into trouble and get us into success. But just like if you have a bad golf swing that you can correct, you can actually correct bad thinking patterns that also translate down to a neurological level. Let me give you an example. In meditation, uh, neuroscientists have found out that meditators actually change the neural activity in their brains and can also change the amygdala, not only its functioning, but also its size. And so the brain actually changes. And so certain exercises, certain types of therapies actually change the brain. Right. Now, I've heard people talk about the amygdala before, and it's, it seems to play quite an important role in, um, you know, the way that we think for our outcomes. What, how, what role does the amygdala play? Well, the amygdala is part of the limbic system, which is the midbrain, the quote-unquote emotional brain, if you will. Right. And it's very, very excited when it has a lot of blood flow, a lot of electrical activity. Then the right prefrontal cortex tends to be more active. And the right prefrontal cortex tends to be that part of the brain that signals danger. Uh, when the amygdala is quiet, has less electrical, less metabolic activity, the left side of the brain, the left prefrontal cortex, the less left um, part of the brain tends to be more active. And that tends to be that part of the brain that creates a sense of attachment, connection, well-being. Right. Okay. All right, so we, we talk about um, changing neural pathways in our brain. How does that work? Well, um, so far there have been seven different emotional circuits that have been identified by neuroscientists. For example, uh, we all know that we can get fearful very easily. Um, so Bill and I, were look, we're, we've been looking into the neuroscience and finding some interventions people can make. How do you turn off fear? You can turn on curiosity. You cannot maintain a state of fear and be curious. So if you say, why am I feeling this fearful feeling? Boom, you've shifted a, an emotional circuit. And that can can teach you, you can teach yourself really, how to have mastery over that if you practice with it. The same thing with play. It's real hard to be angry and playful. Right. So if a person learns to find humor in a situation, it tends to diffuse the anger. And ironically, or not ironically, the person tends to be more successful in handling tense situations if they can find something either interesting or curious or something kind of humorous about the situation. Right. right, okay. All right, so, I mean, what motivated you to do all this research and, and put this book together? We started to look some time ago about what were the common threads in all types of psychotherapy. No one therapy has consistently outpaced another form of therapy mm. uh, uh, from a statistical point of view. Cognitive behavioral therapy has been most researched, but that's because it's the easiest to put in a manual. But when compared with other kinds of therapies, nothing seems to statistically win the race. And so Carol and I started to ask ourselves, how come? And so we started looking at what's the neuroscience? What actually happens in the brain? 
when, say, a person goes through cognitive behavioral therapy or meditation or hypnosis or uh, whatever, some of the technologies like neurofeedback. And we found a common denominator, and that was that the brain actually made changes, either in a functional uh, way or in a structural way. And so there is this connection of all of these different ways that people change that actually change the brain. And, and that's what got us started. And so we we do feel like we if there is a silver, silver bullet uh, for transformation, we feel like we have found it, which has to do with people learning how to practice being in the mental state that they want to be in for the activity. And that's, you know, where your mind movies come in. That really does help help people train staying in that state for longer periods of time. Right. You know, because I often when I teach about, you know, law of attraction or personal development, I always talk about how we need to start from a happy place first before we set our goals. You know, if you, you need to be in a high vibration or in a happy state of mind before you start, you know, setting intentions and those type of things as well. So this is really what we're talking about, right? That, that is. And, and some people can't immediately go to a happy place. So... But we've all had uh, experiences where we've been feeling confident and secure and warm and pleasant. And if you can go back and recall those, and you can actually practice the emotion uh, mm -hmm. by recalling it and going through the details of the experience, and then you're there. Yeah. That's yeah. where hypnosis uh, sometimes plays a part, and the person can get, can get relaxed, or neurofeedback, meditation. Or I was reading an article about Irving Yalom, and he said that he wanted his patients, and this is from a psychodynamic uh, perspective, wanted his patients to be as curious about themselves as he was about them. So even just in conversation, if you're interacting with a person and that person has a sense of curiosity, respectful curiosity about you, it tends to trigger that kind of same emotion with you because of our mirror neurons right now um the book the book is called brain change therapy now this is a therapy that you guys have created yes yeah and yes. so tell me a little bit more about what brain brain change therapy is <laughs> well we we use uh, several different modalities but the whole idea is focused on people developing what we call their target state that means we, in fact, we asked people, if we could wave a magic wand, what mental state would you like to stay in more often than not? How do you get into states of thriving and stay there longer periods of time? Because most everybody has had a little sip of that, so to speak. They've mm. had it, you know, dangled their toes in the water, so to speak. And most people know what that target state is. And so then we ask them, when have you been in that target state before? And usually people can call that up, and we tell them, then you need to practice that. If they can't quite go there immediately, we can help help them build it. Right. When we have a conversation with somebody, what we do is we're very intentional in our direction to help the person, even if we're not asking that question, or the questions that Carol just mentioned. We are very intentional about triggering or trying to elicit that kind of brain response. So curiosity, playfulness, nurture, 
we know that mind in some ways not only is contained just within the cranium, but in a conversation between two people. So if we're looking for insight, it's not the insight so much as it is process of curiosity that sets a person on a journey of asking questions and then they get unstuck. And so there has a, there's a slightly different focus of attention for us as therapists. Right. Okay. So, um, so, so I think, suppose my question is like, how does this relate to something like meditation or mind movies? Well, meditation can certainly help you practice being in a, a particular state of mind and, and your mind movies, your, your, you know, if you do a future, we would call that future orientation, your mm -hmm. practice, you're practicing being in the most positive future that you want to be in. The brain, if left to itself, and the mind, if left to itself, will wander into negative thinking. And so, you know, these sorts of activities really create a kind of mental training for a person to stay in these positive states longer periods of time. Right. When a person meditates, they practice focusing on their breath, but what they really are doing is practicing letting go of thought, continually coming back to the breath and just basic mindfulness. So what that triggers is a sense of curiosity. It also helps the person shift gears because uh, they may become frustrated. Will you let go of the frustration? They may say, I'm no good at this. Will you let go of that statement? Mm -hmm. So with meditation or the mind movies, there's always this change taking place that really relates to neurochemical activity in the brain. Right, so it sounds like this is a little bit of effort in the beginning, but, but obviously this, this is easier over time. Yes. yes, it is. As with anything that you practice, it, it will get easier and easier. And easier. Is and that... Act, and actually, you know, people practice negative thinking. They practice negative thinking uh, more often than not. And so... This is just going in the opposite direction. A little hard in the beginning, but mm. they'll get it after a while. And and this is because they've changed the neural pathway in their brain. So now these positive, you know, thoughts are more more their natural thoughts now, rather than just falling to the default, which is normally negative thoughts. That's right. Practice a bad golf swing, <laughs> and you get result. Practice a good golf swing, get right. a good golf coach, yeah. and you, the ball will go where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Practice mental training. And you begin to, by default, get to that state much more quickly. Yeah, fantastic. Guys, thank you. I could talk to you for hours <laughs> about this <laughs> subject because it's so fascinating to me. Because for me, it's like, you know, I, and I, I know when we spoke before, it's like, you know, I know when, when you apply these different principles about law of attraction, I know what the result is going to be, but I don't really, I can't really under, uh, explain scientifically why that, that is so. But the work that you're doing actually explains all of that. It's fantastic. So, look, if people want to find out more about you guys or, or get their hands on the book, where can we send them? Well, Amazon carries it, Brain Change Therapy. Mm -hmm. um, they can also go to our website, drscarolandbill.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, Bill and I do a lot of workshops all over the United States and out of the country, so we're available for that. And you know, we do Skype appointments right as well. Right. So if they want to call us, we'd be happy to talk to them. Fantastic. Now, guys, remember, if you click on the banner to the side there, you'll actually go straight through to Carol and Bill's website from there as well. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. It. We appreciate it.
Now, look, guys, I encourage you to share this video and the information in it by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons above. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you put your email in the box above there. I would love to send you my Manifesting with a Masters video e-course. Includes masters like Bob Proctor, John Asareff, Joe Vitale. Um, it's valued at $87, but I'd like to give it to you for free. So make sure you put your email in the box above there to get that. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Inspiration Show podcast with Natalie Ledwell. Remember, if you'd like to check out the Inspiration Show TV channel and watch videos of all the episodes, as well as receive six pre-made mind movies valued at $234, please go to www.theinspirationshow.tv.